Welcome to Chicana Moms Podcast, your host, Amapola Ramirez, a Chicana sharing a little bit of her heart to inspire and create change to all the Chicana sisters. Hola, Chicana Moms, ¿cómo están? Espero que estén muy bien. Thank you so much for clicking at Chicana Moms Podcast, your space here for all my Chicana sisters. And I feel like I have to like reintroduce myself. It's been a while. If you go all the way two years ago when I first started my podcast, I have like, you know, a little bit more of an introduction, but I'm going to refresh that introduction, meaning maybe I'll say something that I haven't said so far um, so that you guys get to know me. So my name is Amapola Ramirez. Um, it actually is Amapola de Guadalupe Ramirez. <laughs> so yes, I am a Lupita, but it's really weird because I've never used my middle name for anything. I think there's only one person in my family that ever calls me Lupita, and I hardly even see him, and I think it's my brother's padrino. Um, but yes, I am a Lupita. I am 40 years old, and I love it. I love my 40s. I feel so good. Like, I feel like I'm so centered. I am pretty sure I'm going to keep growing, you know, but like, I don't know. I just love, I love being 40. Um, when I was younger, I would think like 40 is really old, but obviously I don't feel like I'm old. I have like a young spirit. I love to have fun. I'm very outgoing. Um, I can go to places like by myself and start a conversation with people. I just, I like to engage with people, especially if I see people who are by themselves. Like, I feel like, I don't know, the need of like, let me go help them feel better. Um, I don't know. That's just, just how I am. I'm very creative. I've always been very creative and I got that from my mom growing up. Um, for those of you who follow my different platforms, you know, I'm a health coach. I am a therapist. Um, obviously I have my podcast and... I have my La Chicana clothing line. It's a small, cute little clothing line um, that I have um, online. And I get all of these things from my mom. My mom is a cosmetologist. My mom um, makes dresses. She sews. Um, and I she does like everything. Like whenever it came for my parents to fix something, they would do it themselves. And then if they couldn't, then they would contact someone. Um, and I'm pretty sure many of you can relate. It's kind of, no, 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 para que gastar, hay que hacerlo. So that's how my parents are until, you know, now. And I I picked up that from my parents. It's just something that, soy aventada. Let me tell you though, when I was little, I was super shy. I was so shy. Me da vergüenza. Um, me daba mucha, mucha vergüenza. Pero con el tiempo se me fue quitando. <laughs> my brothers are... I'm the oldest, by the way. I have two brothers. Uh, my middle brother is in the Navy. I'm sorry. My youngest brother is in the Navy. My middle brother, he's part of the um, uh, National Fire... Uh, wildfire fire I, I feel like sometimes I'm like what is it wildfire firefighter there you go um so you know they it's seasonal so he does that as well 
um, at times. And my brother is in the Navy, my little brother. My little brother's like my son, I feel, because everywhere, donde quiera que andaba yo, I saw my little brother. And it was, I miss him. But he's doing good. He loves what he, you know, what he does. And as long as he's happy, you know, then we're good. But God forbid ever there's a war, Lord Jesus Christ, and take care of our soldiers. Um, but you guys, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else I can share for you, from me to you. <laughs> so um, obviously, of course, right? I am a Chicana. I am a mother. I am a wife. My husband, we've been together for 11 years. Obviously, every relationship has, has its up and down. Uh, moments and I have an older son he's his name is Andrew and he's 18 years old and I have my little one <laughs> for me he's always gonna be my baby he's 12 years old and his name is Alexander so and we have two dogs uh Shih Tzu named Coco and a Rottweiler named Rocky and that is our family and that's um I love it I love it um I love corridos I love <laughs> rancheras Ramon Ayala, I love um, Spanish rock. I love, I pretty much love everything except for like country. I really tried my best to to try to like it, but there's just something about it. I, I just don't like it. I mean, it sounds really nice and I like the stories, but like for me to go to a concert or like put like a playlist of country, it's not my thing and, and it's okay. A lot of people sometimes don't like rancheras, and I respect that too, you know. Um, what else, you guys? I love health. I really do. I love the healthy lifestyle. Obviously, I'm a health coach. And um, just in case you didn't know, um, I got certified in 2015, and I do private um, sessions with clients who don't know how to start a healthy lifestyle, but I focus in our culture foods. Pretty much what I mean by that is like, if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, you just don't know how to start because obviously diets always say, don't eat your Mexican food, eat salads and greens. You know, I work with my clients to still continue to eat the Mexican culture foods We will never let go of our culture foods. And if you ever think that you, in order to be healthy, you have to let go of, you know, your burrito de carne asada, your nachos, chilaquiles, tamales, you're wrong. You're wrong. There's so many amazing alternative ingredients out there that I teach my clients. Um, and it's really nice when I get hear my clients share that they understand the rhythm now. It's kind of like I help them, like, just take, you know, como que les estoy dando un empujoncito, and then they understand the process of, oh, I get it, now I get it. So it takes time. So, yeah, that's what I do. I'm Right now, I'm, my schedule is getting, like, booked, but um, if you ever want to schedule something, you can send me a message on Instagram on wellness por vida. Uh, wellness underscore por underscore um, vida okay and yeah you guys and or there's a lot of um, the links are actually on the chicana moms podcast by the way so yeah um i don't know what else to tell you but i love my community 
I love my Chicanas. I love my Chicanos, my Latino community. Um, I feel that in our world right now, you guys, we're really rising and we'll continue to. And it's just so beautiful. Yes, every culture, everything has its pros and cons. But I think that overall, the good always overcomes the bad. Always, always. Even on the moments that we feel que está de la patada, especialmente en esta situación que estamos con la pandemic, the COVID, el COVID, um, it's sad. It's really sad and it's scary and it's frustrating and there is a lot of anxiety because of all of this. You know, the distance learning happening with their children, parents needing to go to work and then childcare and then money and then people losing their jobs is challenging. But um, great things will come. Great things will come. Do not lose faith, you guys. Do not lose faith. And also before continuing as well, um, I want I would like for you to relax your tongue. Relax your tongue. Relaje la lengua. If your tongue is touching the roof of your mouth, relax it. That is a sign that your body is stressed. The more mindful you are about, you know, your tongue, relaxing your face, your shoulders, your body, and taking a deep breath, like, the best technique, you guys, is breathing in, holding it for five seconds, and releasing slowly. It's, it just helps us remind ourselves like to chill you know the mind goes can spiral to chaos so be very very mindful of that so you guys today I want to talk to you about the behaviors that many of us don't recognize as self-harm sometimes we think of self-harm as like you know cutting right um literally like physically but I want to talk to you more about this because sometimes we forget So, vamos a empezar con el tema, the behaviors that many don't recognize as self-harm. All right, so there's going to be six things that I'm going to touch base on, um, and I'm pretty sure obviously there's more, but these are the ones that are on top of the list. Um, after doing my research and reading about things throughout time and some of the behaviors that many don't recognize as self-harm. Let's start off with the first one. It is overspending. Overspending. You guys, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of, um, I've gotten better with time, but I do want to say that before, you know, I think that sometimes We have income that are like, okay, I have like a good income, right? And sometimes we think it's always going to be there. Um, it's not. It's not. Um, and we have to be mindful of the overspending. Even though we say, oh, it's on clearance. You guys, even if they say, you know, the store. When I say they, I mean the store. When they, you know, tag an item and they say it's $200 off. Um, we're not saving two hundred dollars, okay? <laughs> we're spending the hundred dollars, the two hundred dollars we've never had. So how are we saving something that like 
You know what I mean? Like it's $200 off, but you're paying $100. It's all psychological. We have to be very, very mindful. And obviously Black Friday's coming in. And I don't know, you guys, I'm going to share something with you guys. I don't, I've never really liked Christmas. I don't, y les voy a contar esto porque, no sé, like, hay algo de Navidad, and I get it, I'm, I'm not saying, like, dismissing, you know, which one, they don't know when Jesus Christ's birthday is, but I know we celebrate, you know, Jesus' birthday in um, December, but what I don't like about Christmas, just to be more clear, is the capitalism, like, selling, like, all of these things and everyone's out going crazy buying all of these things i don't know i feel that the end of the year is the time que nos quieren vender la basura como que you know it's already expired that's edition 2020 and in order to get rid of it and bring in the new versions of the next year we need to get rid of everything i feel like that's what's happening um but i get it some companies do bring in their you know, new year items at the end of the year for Christmas because that's when um, people will spend. But be very careful of the overspending. I'll give you guys an example, something that's helped me a lot throughout time is that if you're going to go to the grocery store, eat before you go. Coman un taco de frijoles con salsa y chicharrón. Comanse un algo, comanse comida, like eat something before you go to the grocery store, porque si no van a andar echando todas las cosas en, en el carrito y ya valió. So, you know, go to the market on a full stomach to make your list. One of the things that have helped me tremendously is the if you have an iPhone or any phone, like there's a note section, right? All of the things that you need on that. Um, and you can just start checking them off or a piece of paper, whatever works for you. Um, but overspending, I think, requires a lot of time management and being organized. Um, because then we want to make sure, you know, where's my money going to? And am I saving? Am I investing? I think that money doesn't even have any value whatsoever. It is a piece of paper, but we give it the value. Like, you know, why is it that some people, you know, um, look at money in a different view and they're able to do so much with it? It's just crazy. I think it's all about the mindset and how we look at these things of um, that we do. Like, for example, overspending. Overspending is something that harms you. It is a self-harm. I've been there myself, you guys, and I'm not going to even be here to tell you no. There's times um, where I'll go to the store, I'll go, you know, to an ancestry, I got una cosita, luego otra, y luego otra se acumulan. You know what I'm talking about. So being mindful of like, okay, hold on, do I need this or do I not? The time, to be honest, the time that opened, the help me understand, I should say, was when I was like decluttering my home. I was like, hijo de su madre. <laughs> Where did, why did I get this? Like, I literally was like, why did I get this? And I'm like, no, I'm going to be more mindful of the things that I buy. Because I work so hard. Think about it. If you work so hard for, like, for an hour, how much do you get paid hourly? Right? 
or if you get paid hourly and divide that into how many how much is every hour and if let's say you get paid i don't know $25 an hour, $12 an hour. You buy one item that's worth that, then it's a whole hour of your time. Is that crazy when you look at it that way? So being mindful of the overspending. Um, I think this is also attached to the generational traumas, the financial traumas of many of us. I think Chicanas can relate. No tengo dinero. No tengo dinero. Estás loca, eso no te lo voy a comprar. It was more like um, clothes versus toys or every person's different, right? But sometimes it was like, no tengo dinero, um, no tenemos dinero. And, and if we grew up hearing that a lot, it creates that financial trauma, um, especially with us in our culture. And it's understandable, right? It's understandable. But now now that we're adults or we're Chicanas, um, whatever age, I don't know what is the exact age of each and one of you, but now it's being mindful of understanding, okay, cuando yo crecí escuchando no tengo dinero, uno, lo dijeron porque de verdad no había, o dos, ya había, pero se enfocaban en pagar las cosas más importantes. You know what I mean? Like thinking back, but also reminding yourself that it's okay to sometimes splurge. If you haven't purchased yourself and as moms, sometimes we buy our kids the clothes, the shoes, everything. We don't buy ourselves anything. There was a time in my life where I was doing that and I stopped myself. I said, you know what? I'm going to also spoil myself at times. Maybe I was así me pasaba, to be honest with you. But now I'm like more mindful. I really, my clothes, you guys, I I will never, or maybe say never that because you never know in life if I could ever afford it. But I seriously don't. I feel like if I buy a shirt or a dress, okay, a dress, yeah, I can go a little overboard on the dress because I like dresses, but um, like shirts, shorts, no more than like fifteen or like fifteen dollars. My shirts are like less than ten dollars. Like for me, it doesn't matter. I mean, think about it. We're gonna, I don't know. I just feel like it's this fashion, the way you want to dress, it changes with time. And then you spent what, $200 in a shirt. Don't get me wrong. For those of you who do spend that much, kudos to you. Right. Um, but I'm saying for like, you know, as the moms that sometimes are like, uh, como que prefiero pagar un bilo, hacer otras cosas en vez de comprar una blusa. You know, everyone's very different, but also I think when it comes to overspending, being careful, because if you leave the store feeling guilty, that guilt's going to eat you up. Because why? It turns into a very unhealthy pattern. That the next time you go and you overspend, you feel guilt. Then the next time you overspend, you feel guilty. And it's just like a pattern. And a pattern starts to affect your mental health. It starts to affect your physical health. Because sometimes we overeat when we are anxious. So being mindful with that. The second one is isolating yourself. Um... This, I will say, it's common and sometimes maybe you don't realize you're doing it. Sometimes when it's like, I don't want to go over that family gathering because there's going to be this specific person and I'm just rather stay at home and, oh, I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to engage myself with my coworkers. They're going to hang up, but I'm not going to go. Sometimes we have to take a reflection, right? We have to take a step back and be like, wait. Do I feel that everyone in my life or majority or some people in my life don't like me? Sometimes we have a mindset of thinking um, 
people don't like me or people are talking shit. Let me tell you something. People are always going to talk shit no matter what. They're going to talk shit behind your back. And obviously there's a purpose why they do it behind your back. Because they're not going to at some point even tell you in your face or say it close to you. Maybe some people will do will do it eventually, right? Or some people won't. But being careful and understanding that don't isolate yourself. You are worthy. You have something to give, to offer into this world. There's Think about how many people are in this world, you guys. How many? I mean, like, right? I don't even know of a specific number, but billions, right? Um, or whatever. Think about how many. Un chingo. <laughs> Un chingo de personas. Si una persona no le caes bien, believe that someone else can come in and replace that spot, that space and that other person that's going to come and replace that space is going to be there for good for you. Just because you know someone, remember, this is something I heard too and it stayed with me. People might say, oh, I know her. Yeah, you know my name, but you don't know my story. People might know who you are, what you look like, what your name is, but they don't know your story. So being careful and not isolating yourself. It is important, you guys. It is so important to engage with other people. There's a lot of anxiety and depression happening. A lot of stay-at-home moms feel isolated from the world because it's all about the home and the kids. And obviously, you know, it's, It's important. We're not dismissing that whatsoever. But we have to remember that even though we are mothers, we are more than that too. You're a woman. You have dreams. You want to do things in your life. So being mindful of that and understanding, I have something to offer in this world. I will not choose to isolate myself because that is considered self-harm. As human beings, we are meant to engage with other human beings. Remember, being alone is own, it's an option. No one's telling you to isolate. No one's telling you to feel alone. There's so many people out there. I've seen like videos on TikTok where people are just venting and they're bawling and they're asking for help. Oh my God. And then I look at like the likes and the comments. Sometimes it's 110.4 like comments and views and people all over the world just providing that love and support it's freaking amazing so be mindful if you start isolating yourself you know and i get it there's some times where you have to be very aware as to am i isolating myself because nada más por un capricho o lo estoy haciendo because You know, that person's toxic in my life. And if that person's negative, toxic in your life, hey, you got to do what you got to do and remove yourself. But what I'm talking about, isolating yourself, it means like with pretty much every aspect of your life at home, Um, like isolating, meaning like you don't even engage with your partner, with your kids, and you just hold on a lot of things inside at work. If you're, you know, you get invited to hang out with coworkers, I mean, that's not happening now right um and you're like no thank you and there's social anxiety i highly recommend highly recommend to seek therapy to be able to discuss why that's happening but this is only going to happen when you're ready 
of course, okay? The third one, you guys, is putting others' needs before your own. We cannot be in the back burner. We can't. In order for you and for me and for every single human being, we need to put ourselves first. And this is, doesn't mean a very negative, um, self-centered, selfish way. What I mean by this is that you're going to have self-compassion for yourself. And if you're starving and your kids are acting out and you're just like, oh my God, I got to cook something, but they're getting, comete un taco. I don't know if you guys remember un taco de sal, un taco de crema, you know, or that flour tortilla with a butter. That was the best. <laughs> Eat something, calm yourself first, and then feed your kids. You want to be able to be not hangry. Because many times, remember, if you take five minutes to eat food and you're like, Miss, I'm freaking hangry right now and my kids need to eat and they're going bonkers. Like, so this, I, my suggestion would be eat something, eat something and feed yourself, put yourself first. Your kids are not going to die of hunger in like five minutes and you're going to be more collected, more centered and more patient because you're not hangry anymore. Okay. That's something that I learned with time. But putting others' needs before is your own. Sometimes This goes back to people-pleasing overall. When you people-please, you're dismissing a lot of your needs and wants because you want someone else to be better. And it's understandable. It's a beautiful thing. At this, like, it's, it's understandable how I can see that. Like We see, oh, that's really nice. You're putting someone first. But sometimes I think we're abusing it, to be honest. We're really, really abusing it. So be very mindful of that. So number four is casual sex. There's so much lust. Lust. I think that sometimes, you know, whenever there is that casual sex, it's like, okay, it's okay. I can just go and have sex with this person. I'll have sex with this person. You're giving a piece of yourself to that person. I came across people that would tell me, You know, I have no feelings. There's no feelings attached. We just have sex and that's it. What? Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I do not believe that, you guys. No way. If it was their booty call and they had this like physical attraction of you're a human being. You're a human being. And obviously, if you look in the, you know, um, in the God's perspective, it's like a sin, right? You're just doing a physical pleasure. You're doing it for love or, you know, like then that's different. Everyone's different. But casual sex is also self-harm. You are running the risk of getting an STD, AIDS, right? HIV, um, a pregnancy or a pregnancy that can later on lead to an abortion. And it harms your body, harms your mental health. Um, being mindful. No one ever, no one's going to tell you to who to sleep with or not, right? But That is considered self-harm. I think if you find yourself in a space like, how is that considered self-harm if I'm having sex? I'm enjoying it. Like if you're even saying that, sit with it. Sit with it yourself and, and really focus as to how and why it's considered self-harm. The fifth one, you guys, is eating too much or too little. When we overeat or we don't eat at all right? That's self-harm. Our body is very amazing, but it's also delicate. We can't just overfeed, like eat so much processed foods 
And we can't just be like, let me diet, a cold turkey diet. In, uh, I'm not saying cold turkey, like la carne. I'm talking about literally, así nada más, boom, like, estás quitando esa bandaid, así nada más, and you're just like, I've been eating unhealthy all my life, and now I'm going to eat salads for like 10 days, right? Like, mm, and what about your vitamins? And what about like all these other, you can't, diets don't work. Diets don't work. People will say, yeah, they work because I've lost weight. Yes, I get that. But down the line, because you're eventually getting to end that diet, your body's been thrown off and you're going to gain the weight twice as much more because you threw it off. Your metabolism is like, wait, what? Like what just happened here? Be mindful, mindful of that. As you can already tell the pattern that I'm using as I'm sharing this with you, the word mindfulness, mindfulness, catch yourself so that you don't spiral to chaos. And this is the thing. It's always going to go back to asking for help, you guys. Asking for help. Reaching out to whatever resource that you feel is needed for your life. Number six, allowing toxic people in your life. That is self-harm. If you know, if you know that that person is causing you harm, Asking for help because if you feel like this, I'm just trapped in a cycle and I just don't know how to do it. Ask for help. We only live once, you guys. We only live once. When we allow toxic people in our lives, remember you're not honoring your values. What are the boundaries that you're not consistently implementing it? Because people don't care about your values if you don't show that you care about them first. Okay, so that's very, very important. There's going to be people in our lives that are going to love us hardcore. There's people that are going to like you. And there's people that are just not going to like you. But who cares? Because there's so many people in this world. There's people that, you know, when I was um, in my 20s. And there was people that I was friends with. And, you know, and then what? <laughs> no more communication. And you know what? I'm okay with it. That's okay. That just showed me more of like, okay, you know, I care for them, but I'm not going to force anyone to be in my life. And after that, I've met so many amazing, beautiful human beings. I'm telling you, it's going to go back to how open you are for love. Not just in a relationship, but like love and friendships. It really is. I've met such beautiful women, beautiful women in my life that I didn't know before but they're just awesome. And I'm very grateful for that. But I got to tell you, I made that effort to be able to not isolate myself, to not, you know, um, be shy. You're going to probably feel nervous or scared if you go to events or different things by yourself. But do it scared. You're going to be okay. Why? Because, I mean, if you're going to an event, I mean, later on, hopefully this pandemic ends, um, or even like, I don't know, if you join a group on zoom or whatever um you get to you know meet other people and that person that didn't like you doesn't matter anymore right because you're opening other doors of opportunities for yourself no one in this world te va a abrir la puerta nueva para cosas bonitas en tu vida it's going to be your job it's your responsibility really you guys it really is um, 
But these are all the six things I wanted to talk about. The overspending, isolating yourself, putting others' needs before your own, casual sex, eating too much or too little, allowing toxic people in your life. These are all considered self-harm. Be very mindful, okay? I highly encourage if any of you have never been to therapy, um, I recommend it. If you feel like, well, I don't know what to expect, I, like what questions, you know, you can send me any of your questions to, you know, answer or talk to people, your friends, talk to people or your family members who have been, ask them, how was it like, you know, how was going to therapy? And it's awesome. It, it really is. Um, I guess I can talk about both ways when I was going to therapy and because I'm a therapist. One, going to therapy, you just, you know, are able to express the things in a safe space that you've always wanted to share with someone. And it's, there's no judgment. Like, it, there's every, I always said this before, there's a therapist for each and one of us. And as a therapist, I provide that safe space for my clients. And I do get that feedback from them. You make me feel comfortable. And that is my goal. That is my goal. Because when we feel comfortable, we, you know, they trust me. And I'm there to help them. It's about them, right? And... I've said this before, I feel God works through me. I do what I do um, because I, you know, God wants me to and I'm here. I think we shouldn't lose our faith. And if at some point you feel like you are, bring yourself back, right? And this is where I think a lot of the times, you know, be very, very, very careful, you guys, when you do see quotes that are talking about religion, this religion, that. Whenever you see that, be be cautious. I get it. Everyone's different, but it's just like saying it's generalizing. Everyone's experience with religion is so different. Okay. But I've felt like I'm Catholic, so I get it. There's every religion has its pros and cons, but I do want to say that at any time that you feel like your faith is not strong the way you would like to, I think this is where your religion of choice is there to guide you. Religion is a map, right? religion is not God. So being very mindful of not mixing those two. I mean, it is linked, but religion is not God. Religion is like that map that helps you like, oh, you know, you start like nurturing um, and cultivating your faith because you surround yourself with people that are helping you with it or you read things or you talk. There's so many things, so many things. Um, But if you fall in any of these you know, six things that I read of self-harm, reach out to a therapist. Um, Everything pretty much, I don't know, majority are all through Zoom or any private um, online setting. And if you're waiting for for this to end to do it in person, um, I don't know, you guys. I know it's your call, but don't wait too long because who knows when this is going to end but at the end you'll know when you know all right guys gracias muchas gracias por estar aquí otra vez and for hearing me out 
I wish you the best in everything that you do. Honestly, you guys, I wish you the best. To my Chicana sisters, you guys are amazing. You son chingonas. And stay tuned for more. Adios. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at Chicana Moms Podcast, Chicana Health Coach, and La Chicana Therapist. Please leave your feedback. I would love to hear from you. Rate us on iTunes, on Anchor, or SoundCloud, or anywhere where you can listen to podcasts. Adios.